What's going on? What's going on, man? This is a, a very special episode, man, on this Friday. Friday the 13th, my dad. You know, got a, 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 a special guest of mine, man. But before I ever get into my special guest, uh, I'd like to basically thank and say this is uh, this episode is sponsored by Anchor, the free app to where you can basically put any new content on your podcast or any other outlets that you're trying to promote your business, your, your, your brand, or any of that shit is for free. You can just download the app on your Google Store or your app, uh, Apple or whatever the heck stores there is that you can possibly download, download on your phone and make it happen. Uh, this is Anchor. Anchor. Free outlet download. Anyway, here, 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 Northern. This is the anchor uh, segment. You know, of me just sharing my peace of mind on how I appreciate Anchor and how its outlet has helped me with my with my brand and all that stuff. But enough of all that. Special guest is a dear friend. I put him in my podcast before. I mentioned him a couple times in past episodes. And this is my good, dear friend. I call him my brother. I check on him almost every day. This is my dude, Kerry Noble, who is a, I wouldn't say serial business, but he, he's definitely got the business mind and structure of doing and handling this business. So this is my special guest. And I appreciate you, man, coming out, taking some time out to, you know, give you a piece of mine on this on the, uh, on my platform, man. Man, I, I appreciate the opportunity being here for sure, man. You know, I'm when I heard you said you were doing a podcast, I'm there. I'm there. Um, I, I, I do want to say that that serial. I'm not a huge friend. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, of a serial entrepreneur uh, mindset. You know, what I mean, I'm big on building automating and, and let's get to where it needs to be so i'm not a fan of that although a lot of people say that you know but yeah okay all right so uh we ain't gonna talk too much about you know different business structures or whatnot we're gonna talk about this the, how, how who are you what what people need why people need to hear you and your story and on top of that what got you into wanting to just know and do and handle your own business that's how i want to go ahead and give people that that uh that, that underlying layout of what I want to talk about, and basically, who are you, man? Yep, um, man, I'm I'm Kerry. Uh, I'm 35, born and raised in Indianapolis. Um, Where are you I'm, from? Man? Yeah, I, I'm I'm a product of the West Side, right? Uh, my 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 mom my mom's side, they're from the Avenue, you know, the Lockfield days and stuff like that. My dad. Um, he originated from uh, Lynch, Kentucky, and they they migrated up here to Indianapolis um, in the in the in the late sixties and stuff. And he actually he actually started in um, in Riverside, and then both both of my parents eventually met in Hallville, so Fourteenth um, and Winfield and Fourteenth and Bellevue. So uh, that that's what I'm a product of. Um, me and you went to high school. Me and you twenty plus years locked in yeah, this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know that that's me. I'm just a product of the West Side, man. I um, I love my city. Um, Indianapolis is growing. It's taking off. Um, I'm a proud dad. I got three young boys, 
three young men that I'm I'm help raising into uh kings, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh two of them are twins and, and my youngest son. But yep, that, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Uh a dad above everything. Okay. All right, man. That's that's one great thing to hear. Uh let's 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 already start diving in. What made you wanna just say, you know what, fuck it. This nine to five thing wasn't for me at this moment. What made you make that transition from having that mindset to just going out there and getting it? Um, you know, for me, man, it was uh, I had some life changing experiences. Uh, 2015, I was diagnosed with Graves disease um, and that 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 changed a lot. It changed my outlook, you know. Being faced with your own mortality, it, it does something to you. You know what I mean? When you when you're young and, and vibrant and you just living and you see death, you look death in your eye in the eye and it looks back at you. You know, it, it does something to you. So um, I was diagnosed with that in 15. Um, I was really just in a position where I was constantly micromanaged mm-hmm. and um, man, it, it did something to me. And I said, man, I, I can't. I can't keep taking this. My health was failing. I was stressed out. Um, crazy. A lot, lot of stuff was going on with me mentally and everything. And I just said, man, I, I can't take this no more. So uh, it really was just the, um, you know, being faced with my own mortality and stress and my health and everything. I said, man, I got I to gotta get out of here. Um, so, you know, I just took a leap one day um, and... And, you know, just took that leap. Didn't know where I was going. Um, I, I I was blessed enough to have a um, career in, in human resources for the last, what, 13, uh, 12 years at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, I just took that and, and ran with it. I just took a bunch of HR contracts and started doing those. Um, just started doing those uh, contracts, you know, not nine to five, calling my own hours being in a better position to um, get my kids uh, from school every day. And, you know, I eventually started an HR business out of that, okay. uh, my own business out of that. But literally what, what got me to that point was, you know, being faced with those health issues and, and everything like that. So, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's crazy. Seeing death in his eyes like that, man, and then saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm about to just – Live balls to the wall, man. Yeah, hey, listen. When you when you t- when you toy when you under thirty, you don't you don't you don't think about dying, man. Nah. When you under thirty, you don't you think you can live forever. Don't death, don't death. I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those folks that thought the exact same thing until I started seeing that you know I having real bad sleep habits and everything of that nature. It ain't close to death. I ain't gonna say that. Yeah. So I ain't gonna compare that. Uh, but yeah, health wise is a man, motherfucker, man. and honestly, that's like the that's like the that's like the silent killer. It is, you know it is. So, that's why I tell young the young men, man, um, take care of your health, take care of your health, take care of your health, take care of your health. That's that's health. The health is really the wealth. I don't give. I don't care how much money you got. If you do not take care of your health, man, you ain't got nothing. So that's care. that's one thing I, I preach on is is health. That's one thing I'm still working on, and I'm 36. And at the end of the day, I'm I'm blessed that I've 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 dodged a couple bullets. I ain't right. gonna say a lot because right. I, I some of them bullets didn't got me. Right. But again, I'm blessed to still be ticking. Uh, I'm still getting this health uh, kick on my own in order, and um, 
is really thanks to people like you and others that just say, you know what, hey man, you really gotta start taking charge and control of your health because that's if 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 you stop functioning, I mean there ain't no business without you. So it's like right. that's just what right. it is. So next journey is what you doing business. How has that impacted you and your uh, children's relationships? Um. Basically, you know, not having to work 60 hours a week has put me in the position to, you know, be that that dad that they see that's uh, active. You know what I mean? I pick my kids up, the twins from school every day. My youngest son, um, man, he, he's with me every weekend. He ain't going to spend too much time with me. He has a healthy balance where he... He definitely wants to be around his mom. Not not that the twins don't as well, but I pick the kid the, the kids up from school every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on call if they need something. They need me to take something to school. They need me to pick them up. You know, whatever. You know, I'm 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 in a better position to be that that on time dad for them. Um, also, just being able to pour the things I've learned into my children. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that kids are dumb. Kids are not dumb. Kids are very, very, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Try speaking some of those business terms and the stuff you learn um, to those kids, and I guarantee you they'll pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I started read. I started reading different books and like Rich Dad Poor Dad and all those different books. Great I, book. Great book. Great I, book. I actually poured that into my children mm-hmm. back when they were in kindergarten. So they are now, this is the third, this is the beginning of the third grade year. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything, every time I learned something, I poured it into them. Like we literally had conversations um, about business and and different things, leaving school. Um, So that's, you know, what'd you do today? What'd you learn today? Then I threw something to them and I threw a term to them and, and let them understand that. Um, and, and I tried to hammer that in um, in their heads um, as, you know, as we're going through, you know, just driving a, uh, driving home. Um, but literally having them understand a, a financial literacy at a young age is was a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're still they're still understanding it. It's not it's not a um, it's not perfected yet in their brains, but they're, they're kids. You know, they mm-hmm. got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but literally just being able to pour the stuff that I'm learning and I learned at the time into them is man, that was, that was very huge for me. So at, 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 at eight years old and six years old, they know more, um, business things than what I did. I won't compare it to anybody else's kids. I'll mm-hmm. only compare them to me. Right. So, um, at, at eight years old and six years old, they, they know more than what I knew, uh, about business at, 30. <laughs> right. So that was that was a huge thing. It still is a huge thing for me. And we still discuss, you know, financial literacy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I even have a, a podcast I let them listen to that's geared towards kids and financial literacy. So mm-hmm. that's that, that's very huge. I don't want them to be um, 30 years old, not knowing how the real world works and financial literacy and how to buy a house and how credit cards work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want that. Yeah, and that's one thing I, I I credit myself. I've learned to to balance out, you know, the 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 the, the paper money from actual credit and how to balance both of them. And I told my son that it's it's very important and to understand and be knowledgeable about how to use both of them. You know what I'm saying? And one thing about it, I'm I'm very I'm very at times I can be frivolous with my money, 
But one thing about it, I, I know how to play catch up because I'm 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 one that can create the money, and that's one thing I'm trying to have my son understand. It's like I can create money. You can do the exact same thing, or you can go ahead and balance out your 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 funds and everything of that nature. But again, you know, this ain't about me. It's about one, my boy. Man. One one thing, boy, man. yeah. One one thing I I, <laughs> I like about you, man. You have um. You have a talent mm -hmm. that can create money. You mm -hmm. got what I'm saying? Like you can literally sit here and as you were doing, you were doing your uh, your renderings, or you can do a tattoo, mm -hmm. and and you know, there's not that's money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. you don't. This is all you paid for was this iPad, yeah. right? You just draw something on there, boom, boom, boom. Now you've created a five hundred dollar rendering, yeah. right? Uh, or you get somebody here to do a a, a tattoo now. And, they got a $800 sleeve or something like mm -hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's one thing I always value uh, about someone that I, I don't have that kind of talent. I'm not I'm not artistic like that. I don't I don't have that kind of talent. I I can't draw for for nothing to save my life and I wouldn't even try cuz I know that's not my strong point. But that's one thing I definitely value about you that mm -hmm. that is priceless, man. And that's one thing that everybody got to just know their strong suit. Like my man is very knowledgeable and very very smart as hell. You know what I'm saying? Out of the group of folks that I know, not saying that they ain't smart, but compared to the compared to his capacity, he's smart as hell. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so again, I, I'm only speaking from my my standpoint. I can't vouch for everybody else, but my standpoint, my man's always been predetermined, and that determination and hard work really kind of surpasses what I'm doing. And again, if he's always instilling this information or just reading up on things, stuff like that. It, to me, that's powerful. And again, I sometimes not might not have the time to uh, to 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 read some of those dimes, or even have the book read to me. Again, I literally be focused on work, and if I'm focused on work, I want to listen to something or hear something funny. So I turn on Martin and stuff like that. Unlike him, he had, he he literally when we interact with each other at the gym, that man ain't listening to Isaac Hayes or. Or, or, or Maze, he's listening to a book. And again, it's all about what you want to invest in. And again, he's investing into his mental state and and it's cool. And that's one thing about it. Like I said, I, I praise him and give him the praise that he deserves because at the end of the day, my man is, 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 is extremely well and doing good from, from, from health wise, from when we was in Miami together to, 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 to now, you know what I'm saying? He was little then. But yeah, again, I was sick. That was, that was my yeah. that was my sickest point, man. I was I had dropped down to about two twenty, mm -hmm. man. Um, then they had put me on meds, and I went up to two ninety five. Yeah. So I had a seventy pound weight swing there. Yeah. Um, and then now now I'm you know I'm I'm about two seventy two seventy five. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm I'm better, and, and that's no meds. That's mm -hmm. no meds. That's a, my own healing and stuff like that. Um, I'm actually, I haven't even come off my fast for the day. Um, but really just, just tapping in, learning how to heal my body and, and, and trying different things is, is so crazy. But yeah, you brought that back up in Miami. Yeah. I look back at those pictures, man. That was that picture with Eddie George, man. Yeah. That was, that was my sickest point right yeah. there. Man. And I'm talking <laughs> about, he was little y'all, like literally where I was trying to get to in my weight. Like, I'm big as hell. You know what I'm saying? But my man, everybody's like, nah, man, you ain't big. I'm like, mentally, nigga, I'm big as hell. But compared to 
all that that goes right back into my next question. Yeah. With him, with with you, with you taking a, the the I would say uh, the break from work from the work field from the from the work industry and shit. It gave you the time to really educate yourself on health. Facts. With you doing that, how important was that to instill yourself with like holistic uh, regimens and yep. all that other shit? Like, what was your first step after you took your hiatus on meds and shit? Like, no, way, fuck that shit because it's making it's it's having some uh, adverse effects. Yeah, yep, yep, and yep. so with that, what was your turning point to say, you know what, I'm about to try this method? Um, literally, literally, man. You, you know what's crazy? My whole health journey started from reading one book mm-hmm. my first my health journey started from reading rich dad poor dad mm-hmm. um from rich dad poor dad it went into uh never split the difference which is about negotiating and mindset and then uh the go-giver and mm-hmm. stuff like that but literally i had this list of books and they started sliding in spiritual books so they weren't just business related it wasn't mm-hmm. just Business it wasn't just real estate. It wasn't just um, business. It wasn't just personal development. They started sliding in um, spiritual books and, and health books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I started reading. Um, I started reading those other books, and then I just developed the whole well-rounded being. So um, literally, what what happened is I just started reading different books, and then from there. Um, you know, they hammered in health as wealth. You know, in in most millionaire books or or wealth books, they will there's generally a chapter on mindset. Then there's generally a chapter on health. Mm-hmm. I don't know what book it was, but um, eventually, I just started figuring stuff out. Just started researching more on Graves' disease. I just really started. Um, you know, just trying different things. Like, like I personally can't take um, sea moss too much of sea moss because of the iodine content. Mm-hmm. But I did take sea moss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. Uh, uh, I got sick one day, um, very sick because of the iodine content. Uh, the iodine content, too much iodine reacts with my thyroid, and I end up very sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's something um, I had to learn. Just really with just trial and error, with just trying different things. Mm-hmm. Um, then what happened is I started locking in, boom, you mm-hmm. know, and I just, just really started finding the, uh, the stuff that works for me, but literally it's just trial and error. So at one point, you know, I could take ashwagandha root, um, and, uh, uh, ashwagandha, sea moss, bladder rack, you know, mm-hmm. well, I got off the bladder rack and, uh, ashwagandha because of the too much iodine because Graves disease is an overactive thing that's pretty good for underactive thing mm-hmm. right hypo instead of hyper um so uh literally just trial and error then then corona hit um and then i started finding stuff to protect me from you know at, at the beginning of the corona they were talking about the heat kills the um the virus in your nasal passages and stuff like that so i started doing those steams those um those like hitting the saunas heavy and shit like yep, that. Yeah, hitting, hitting the saunas and those steams over the pot of citrus and stuff like that. Oh man, them motherfuckers work wonders, dog. And, yep, and then tea. So now, now I've gotten to the point where um, I, I drink two teas a day. So um, 
hop on the hibiscus for heart health and dandelion root um dandelion root hop on hibiscus um then i got it you know in my smoothie i'll take um maca and uh some beet powder mm -hmm. um and burdock root, I still got the burdock root in there. Mm -hmm. And then, but really, um, I've really gotten on um, my gut health. So taking care of my second brain. Mm -hmm. So I take a strong men's probiotic. Um, and at night before I go to sleep, I take the Hirataki capsules. So mm -hmm. that, that those two working together, um, helping keeping my my uh, gut health in, mm -hmm. in order. And that's, man, that's one key to a lot of illness is that gut health but literally how i got to that uh, i've been rambling but back to all of that literally I, I don't know where it came from but as you start reading a lot of those business books and and self-development books they start hammering in um health as well mm -hmm. so man I, I don't know about you but after the um like at, when they finally started opening up here in indianapolis um in june uh, man, I went straight to the gym. I had gained. Man, I I had gained. I got I got checked at the doctor that first week of June. They said, "Man, your blood sugar's up." Blah, blah, blah. I said, "Look, doc, man, I've been in the house for the last three months. Right. Couldn't go to the gym. Hell yeah, I've been eating sweets and all kind of fucked mm. up shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, literally, man, when 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 they opened up the city or opened up the gyms, man, I hit to the gym fast. Mm -hmm. Hit the gym fast. Um, Started uh, taking that. So I was taking those teas, those uh, burda. I mean, the teas with the um, the dandelion root and the hawthorn hibiscus, because um, you know that 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 hot tea helps all of that as well. Mm -hmm. So I started taking those during that. Um, then eventually, man, that that wasn't doing anything. So um, crazy, crazy thing. I, I tell people about this was. Um, September third, it'll be one year no red meat. Mm -hmm. But if you if you go back and trace the the steps, I gave up red meat because uh, Black Panther died. Mm -hmm. He died of the colon cancer and right. stuff like that. That's the reason why I gave. And he was a little older than me when right. he was diagnosed. That was the reason why I gave up red meat right there. But in the process of giving up red meat, you know, I knew that was the opportunity to heal my body. You know. Um, so I started that in September, September 3rd. Um, if you go back, he probably died on the second or the third. I don't remember what day, but that was, that was when I instantly yeah. gave up red meat. So, um, September 3rd, it'll be a year, no red meat. Then in December last year, 2020, uh, I started fasting, um, on Thursday at lunch to Friday at lunch. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't eat anything from Thursday after lunch to Friday at lunch. Like I said, I, um, I haven't come off my fast. I'm still, I still haven't eaten anything today yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've already missed lunch, so I may keep going, but literally, um, just trying that. And I started seeing good results, trying to have my body, uh, take a break. You know, your body starts to regenerate your cells after so many days and stuff like that. I, I initially started by trying to go 48 hours every weekend, you mm -hmm. know, but that, that wasn't, it wasn't working for me, but now I've, I've broken it. So if you do, let's say you do 48 hours, uh, every two weeks or once a month, mm -hmm. but now I've done 52 days, yeah. you know, uh, one day a week, you know, I just don't eat anything yeah. that adds up too. So that's 52 days out of a year that my body has had rest right. from digestion and stuff like that. But I, I think I'm dialed in now. Eventually I will, 
Um, I'd like to, you know, I may become vegan. I may take out um, turkey and chicken. Uh, I, I don't know, but I'm constantly tweaking everything. I know um, after July, what was it? The first week of July, I went just on a straight fruit diet. Mm -hmm. And from my appointment in June to July, I lost 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm constantly trying different things, constantly pushing your body. Your body is capable of doing so much more than we give it credit for Mm -hmm. um, that I'm just constantly pushing, trying to find different things. I'm making sure I get my seven Six six and a half to seven and a half hours of sleep mm-hmm. um, every night. That's that's one thing I'm big on is, is getting that rest. But making sure everything is dialed in perfectly and making sure I'm doing all that. But back to that, man. I don't I don't know what really started it. I just know that um, you start reading those those billionaire those millionaire books and stuff like that and those wealth books. There's always generally a chapter on mindset. And the the mindset of a millionaire and an entrepreneur, then there's generally something that's regarding health and they Mm -hmm. push that. So, you know, after you read that so much, uh, a light switch goes off and you need to figure out how you can um, work on your health and stuff like that. Man, listen, I literally after I didn't have surgery on my mouth, before I had surgery on my mouth, I was always in constant pain. And literally, I'll say this to my mother, I'll say this to my twin about it because she's trying to lose a little weight uh, that, you know, I feel like I always sacrifice all the time in the world just to get my health right when I'm sick or I'm hurting right. or whatever. And I shouldn't do that. I, I should always consistently keep myself yep. with that same motivation because when I tell you, I literally was taking garlic cloves when yeah. I was at the airport yeah, shop and that. I was yeah. doing that shit, but it actually detoxed my body. Like yeah. I was sweating garlic yeah. and everybody was like, man, you smell like a whole goddamn uh, yeah. <laughs> loaf of gar- garlic bread and shit. And I literally was just like, man, it's just because I'm thinking if, if it's going to work. But literally I sweated a lot. I drank a lot of water. I still drink a lot of water. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when yeah. I'm sick or if I'm going through some things, I literally just go cold turkey with almost everything. Yeah, and literally, I look up those regimens. I look up everything from. Told myself I believe it was a year two thousand eighteen. I literally was consistent on focusing on, uh, literally getting all the toxins out, all that pain and everything that was causing me the issues of uh, my gums. Because yeah. the the doctor said I had an abscess on my on my on my on my uh, left side wisdom tooth. And that was the one that was causing me the most pain because I had already had a, a a pocket in that thing. And so I told him, I'm like, man, when's the earliest I can get in? All that and above. He couldn't give me no meds. They was charging me for meds. I said, fuck all that shit. So after I said, fuck it, I started looking up, you know, Dr. Sebi's and yep. uh, different interviews of different uh, holistic doctors and stuff of that nature. They was like, you know, take this opera, uh, take this uh take this or do this and all that other stuff. And I believe I was sick one time where I did do, I did, uh, I want to say I did, uh, I forgot what type of leaf it was. It was a leaf. You put it in boiling water, put some leaves in there. I grounded up some, uh, I think I grounded up some dandelion seeds or some, some, I forgot what it was. Like, I think it was the root of the dandelion and then uh, some pink Himalayan salt. 
And yeah. I think it was some mint leaves. That's what it was. Mint, mint leaves. leaves. Yeah. And I put some other stuff, some other herbs in there. And I just stirred it up, put the towel over my head. And I think I was just con like extremely congested in my throat and my, in my nostrils. And literally I was just like, bro, I can't, I can't I hardly breathe. But as soon as I put that thing over my face, I did that for about 30 minutes. I was, I was in tune. You know what right. I'm saying? But just to say all that, literally, I just sacrificed my work. I sacrificed everything from me doing airbrushing to me doing anything constructive. I literally would sacrifice my time and dedication to just focus on my health. Yep. And I shouldn't wait to do that when I'm sick. I should do that when I'm actually yep. healthy. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it was like with those change, with, with those uh, term event, uh, time of events that happen in your life. And I see that the, the change of your health then tra transpired as well. And then on top of that, it put a lot of more dedication on your head too to you know learn X Y Z about yep. whatever field you want to jump into when it came to business. Because mind you, uh, my man used to come to my shop every yep. damn day yep. at the shop yep. at the airbrush shop. And then I was just like, bro, what are you waiting for? Woo -woo. And it was just like, man, man, do your own thing. And then when he told me, man, I quit, I was congratulating him, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, my man was trying to still figure out what to do. So again, anybody that's willing to take that chance on themselves, I'm all for it. But at the same time, my man still had a plan he had to figure out. And he figured it out, man. And I, I, that's really what this interview is about, is just really understanding your purpose and what you want to do in your life. I'm I'm gonna say one thing. I'm 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 gonna say one thing. I'm never against um like, nothing against anyone with a W two. You got what I'm saying or a nine to five. Just make sure you use the nine to five to get you ahead. Mm -hmm. Make sure you use it as a tool to get you where you need to go. A lot of people. There are so many tools that people get caught up in that they become trapped, mm -hmm. right? So for instance, I'll give you an example. You use a credit card as a tool mm -hmm. and not to buy Gucci, Louis, and Prada, but if you use a credit card um, uh, like for um, Velocity Banking or something, it becomes a tool. It's, it's your debt tool to get you uh, to get your debt down faster, you know, boom. That's an example of that. If you use a nine to five to fund your regular business, that's a tool, right? Mm -hmm. um, scamming, drug dealing, all those are tools to get you where you need to be. But what happens is people get trapped in that lifestyle and they don't want to get out of it. There are so many tools that people have just used and they become slaves or trapped in and that's where they don't go that's where they don't get out of and that's where it's all messed up mm -hmm. but people mistake certain tools. money money is a tool mm -hmm. money is a tool to get you where you want to go where you want to have where you want what you want to have where you want to be it's a tool it's not the end all to be all mm -hmm. and that's the same cell phones these cell phones are a tool but mm -hmm. people get trapped in them and they're stuck. They the newest phone they had to do this not, not even not even that they get stuck in them Wasting time on social media. That's true too. You you if you you so if you start using your your phone to network, to make sales, to 
do XYZ, it's a tool to make you more money. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people get trapped in being on social media for 10 hours a day instead of using it to get you more contacts, to get you more sales for marketing, mm -hmm. whatever. That's when things fail and they become trapped. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm not against the W-2 because uh, if I get a W-2 paying XYZ, I'll take it just to, but I'm going to use that as a tool mm -hmm. for something that I may want or something I may want to do. You got what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I have 12 years of HR experience. So it's, you know, it's a charging station as Jay would say. It's mm -hmm. a charging station. Yeah. I'll never, I'll, I'll take a charging station. Jay's our homeboy. Jay's our homeboy. Yeah, Jay's our homeboy. Yeah. So, you know, Jay definitely was instrumental in telling me about a charging station, keeping me updated with charging station and motivated with charging station. But it, you have to use certain things as tools, mm -hmm. and once you use them as a tool, man, it's 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 up from there. So, Same yeah. thing I you talked about with relationships last yesterday. I talked about the importance of relationships and using it into your to your benefit, and also can help others to be placed in their benefit as well. But again, if you don't utilize that tool, you just basically letting it go to waste, just like with the money, just like with your credit, just like with anything, a job. It can be a dead-end job, but you ain't using that dead-end job to get you where you need to go financially, like future-wise, happiness, any of that. You know what I'm saying? I can say that as, uh, as a prime example. I'm not going to diss my mom and her job at the post office, but at the same time, I'd look at the pros and cons that came along with working at the post office. The pros, I can tell you that she had guaranteed 401k. It's a government job. She had insurance. She got the house that she dreamed about or wanted and everything else because we came from carriage house and literally we moved from house to house. And literally our second, her second home was the house that she resides in still to this day. But the cons outweigh the pros. The, the 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 cons were she was never active in our childhood. The the cons were she late she she was she was a she was a floater. So she worked different stations, different hours, and other uh, other time being. And that's not her fault. She still had to provide. On top of that, it deteriorated her health. You know what I'm saying? Those are the cons because some of those things you can't get back. It's those times of which. You wanted to spend with your kids and all that stuff. So, again, my man said it perfectly. Use it as a tool to either get you where you need to go or it's going to be a trap to where you're going to need that trap to get you to your next dollar. And you don't want to be trapped in that position. You want to be in a position where if that job is not elevating you to get where you need to go, whether it be if you're just a clerk and you want to be a manager, you can't just have that attitude of a clerk. For the rest of your times, you got to be on time each and every day, not on time, but before the time you're supposed to get there. You show and you show up and improve each and every time the day goes by you on that schedule. Don't complain about nothing. Go out there with that same attitude of knowing that you deserve that job or you deserve that position or any of that shit. Just like when I wake up, I don't like coming to the shop. I don't like doing none of these motherfuckers. Be honest with you. But on some real shit, these same motherfuckers give me a story to tell. They give me an opportunity to showcase my skill, my skill set each and every time. My man's already shown me a whole different uh, a whole different blueprint on how to operate my time and utilize my time. And again, he ain't talented like he already said it himself. But the one thing about it, he gave me is something that I didn't know within myself is the fact that I can learn and do it half for the shit that he's doing. But on top of that, you got to just sacrifice some of the things that you want to do. Like, instead of playing trap music while I'm at the gym, read a book. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? Utilize your phone. Utilize any asset a, a, aspect of whether it be having two or three phones. You can have one phone video recording. You had the other phone record uh uh playing the playing the music or playing the uh the audible and shit. And the other one you can literally look at your stock portfolio, or you can look up what the next uh, LinkedIn uh, uh, recipient, hey, reached out to you, hey, I got a lead on something, or this, that, and the other. It can be numerous of things, but if you're only utilizing that for one avenue to look at three different pages on, on, on Big Booty Bitches, that's not going to get you nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep it all the way funky with you. But again, it's not about me. It's about my homie right now. You know what I'm saying? I kind of got sidetracked a little bit. <laughs> Again, this is about my homie right now, man. So what was something that you would like to give your younger self when you was 23? And then on top of that, what is something you want to get to the youth? Uh, I, man, that's a simple thing. Man. Yeah. Out, out the gate, uh, books, man. Um, when I was 19 and I was at Purdue, uh, my roommate said something to me. I was 1920, something like that. He said, man, you want to hide something from black people, you put it in a book. That did not hit me until I turned 31. Mm -hmm. So I never read a book for leisure until I turned 31. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we had to read books in school and shit like that. But literally, um, reading, and, reading and listening has, has truly changed my life. So if I could... I would go back and hand myself, my 23-year-old self, uh, books. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes for the youth as well is, man, it's, it's so crazy on how many youngsters do not read, mm -hmm. don't know how to. Illiterate like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, and, you know, that that's really what's wrong with a lot of our, uh, our young men is their... Um, and women too. Let's yeah, not even they, yeah, too. Women yeah. Too. I, I don't. I, I try to speak to you know what I am, and I just try to speak to the brothers. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. But literally, we we watch so much TV, and you know you doing X Y Z, listening to this and that, but you're not putting time into educating yourself. Um, so um, that and that's one thing I go hard with my children is reading. Man, yeah. um, I have a physical library of about 100, 150 books, something like that, but uh, my children don't understand that those are their books. Mm -hmm. They're going to be your books. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? You're going to read those books right. uh, eventually. Um, and, you know, that's something I'm instilling them early. You know, um, I read a book and it said, you know, a lot of people think that Asian kids are inherently smarter than American kids. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's not the case. Asian kids' school years last longer. So some Asian countries, uh, they're going to school for 210 days, 230, 250. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, American school, the average American school year is only 180 days, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, let's say they're doing 50 to 70 more days a year than we are in America. By the time they get to college 12 years later, they pretty much uh, outpaced us by what? four more grades or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's something I've instilled in my children. Like in the summertime, we have our own, um, our own, I have my own curriculum with them. Like we're, we're reading, we're doing math. Um, we're doing self-development, um, as well. So, um, literally it's that, that education that self-education and, um, learning and being able to read and 
just just educating yourself. But if, if to answer your question, is books the power of books um, is is what I would give myself and uh, our youth. Okay. All right. Well, I, I definitely would apply that to my regimen as well because I definitely need to get about two bucks a month for me. Two bucks. But again, you know, I humbly appreciate you. You took the time out to visit my podcast. Man, I'm only on my sixth episode. But again, I'm making a a, 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 a mental determination to make sure that I'm going to talk about everything in my life. Put my homies on here to get their platform out there as well. Because it's not just me wanting to be successful. I want my dudes to be successful on some real shit. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to be the only nigga at the top at this shit. I want to have my niggas right along with me. Excuse me. I want my people. I want my people right along with me to 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 achieve and 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 live luxurious like I want to be. So I greatly appreciate you, brother. I love you, man. And I, I, I we gonna talk a little bit more yep, about man. some other shit, man. So love I appreciate you, too, man. you y'all, yep, man. Love you too, man. And that yep. wraps up my next my 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 episode. And again, this is just, you know, the beginning. But at the end of the day, make sure y'all always check them out. Oh, put your, put your, whatever platform you want people um, to go ahead and visit you at, man. Man, I don't, I don't really have a platform. You can um, definitely add me on LinkedIn, uh, Kerry Noble Jr. Um, I actually have a YouTube page. It's Kerry Isms. So K-E-R-R-Y-I-S-M apostrophe as Kerry isms um just just going over some stuff in my life that i've been through and sharing some positive things um so that's that's really it that's all i really promote right there all right all right and make sure y'all stay in uh stay in tune with fosco's life on instagram on facebook and youtube so make sure y'all continue to support your boy and i'll get over with you next episode peace